This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome, everybody. And I can't hear you all without headphones, so i got to keep them on. Welcome, everybody. This is the 12th. Simon Says Podcast featuring the Get Up Show. I'm Sean. There's Charlie and Maddie. Hello Hi. there. We're still doing this. I can't believe it. <laughs> we haven't punched out yet. They said it wouldn't last, and there's still time for it not Twelve. To. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about the thing we said we weren't going to talk about. That's the virus. We have some stats. We have some news. We have an expert guest who is a coronavirus survivor who we're going to talk to in just a little bit, who went through it, came out the other side, and is fine, who can give us a unique perspective on this. Maddie does not want to talk about this, does not want to hear anything about it. No, and it's pretty much a case of, I get it, I'm done, I'm over it, I don't feel like there's anything new developing, it's just the same stuff over and over again, so I'm just waiting for them to tell me I can leave my house. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> well, the thing that you're not hearing on the news, and I don't know why nobody is picking up on it, why nobody is showing the good news. Not even locally. Nobody is saying, yes, this is horrible. This is nothing like we've ever seen. But there's only a few hundred people in the entire state of North Carolina in the hospital, period. There's over a half a million people who are completely recovered from this thing around the world. There's, you know, I can't remember if it's 30,000 who are completely recovered in America right now. Everywhere that was a hotbed is leveling off right now. New York, Washington State, everywhere things are looking up. Yeah, but I'm more worried about all the dum-dums that are still wandering around doing, you know, whatever, passing it still around. The stuff is still dormant. And again... Look, when, once we have a vaccine and I'm allowed out of my house, then I then rock and roll. But I don't even care about the good stories. It's, I, I do just feel don't like care. I do feel like if we make it sound too good, or maybe the media is afraid of making it sound too good, because then people will be like, "Oh, we're fine. Let's go." I think you're giving them too much credit there. I think that panic is what draws the most viewers because it's a common denominator. We all feel fear. Well, that's you know, obvious I, if you watch, like, C- I watch CBS every night, and I swear, Nora Jones is uh, breaking news. <laughs> like, she, she's every time, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to be breaking news tonight. And it's all the same crap. But I, I don't, you know, again, 
I, whatever. We're, we're, we're getting there. They've, they've just adjusted down the, oh. the, the rate. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Reset. You just, what you just wildly broke out. I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it might be because of the website I pulled up. Okay. They just adjusted down the, the eventual death number that they think is going to happen with this, which, you know, in the beginning they said was going to be between 100 and 200,000. And then they said it was going to be about 60,000. And now they're saying it's going to be even less than that, which I don't want anybody to die. Don't get me wrong. That's awful. Mm -hmm. But now it's going to be if if these numbers hold true, it's going to be less than a bad flu year. And the world has stopped. I just wonder if they're going to make us do this every flu season then. Nah, there's going to be a, a there's going to be a vaccine. There's going to be all kinds of cures for this eventually. I'm looking at the latest numbers right now. I told you about this website I go to. It's called K News, and then within that, there's um, there's a live updated COVID nineteen dashboard that comes from Johns Hopkins University. The total recovered number while we're, we're recording this right now is 504,254, which is great. More than a half mm-hmm. a million people totally recovered. And I'm looking for how many people are hospitalized in North Carolina because it's been pretty low. Right now, 418, which is a little bit up from the last couple of days. But still, that's not an astrological, uh, astronomical number. And actually, um, the recovered is probably even higher than that because a lot of people who have mild symptoms or they don't get really, really, really sick are staying home and recovering and never actually going to a hospital. So being tallied up. You know, the thing that I find most interesting about all of this, and I I love that I'm about to reference a Marvel movie, but, but in Avengers, when they had the snap and half of everybody disappeared, you know, and they were talking about how life is coming back and the waters are clean. I think it's absolutely amazing what sh- what's happened with everyone sheltering in place and not going out about how, you know, animals are taking the parks back over and waters are clearer and pollution levels are down. are down. And I almost wonder if we'll be able to find some sort of balance out of this. I highly doubt it. But, I, you know, again. I, I, I'm waiting for the whole, hey, we got a vaccine, because I still feel like even if things are down, it doesn't mean it can't pop back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're right, but yes, pollution is down. Did you see where Los Angeles, Smog City, USA, since the 50s and 60s, had the cleanest air of any large city in the world the other day? What is it that they can actually see the Himalayas and they... yeah. From, from Los Angeles? That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I can see them out my window. <laughs> you know, the, the one uh, thing I would like to see is for sure everybody who's going out and shopping and using gloves and everything, if people could stop being a-holes and dropping their gloves in the parking lot, that would be an oh, awesome God. start. Oh, I know. I what Costco is that? It was like, you've got to be kidding me. I want like, things off right now. It's like we what can do the- some things right, but we can't do it all right. What is the word for it? I can't find the word in my head right now. When they're counting a death as a corona death, but they didn't do a test on them, it's not supposed, presumed, presumed positive. That's what it is, presumed positive. Okay, so they're counting so many people who pass away from something 
whether it be heart disease or some other cause, they're counting them as presumed positives, and that's bumping the numbers up so high, too, when they were never, ever tested. And that, that blows my mind that, that that's even coming into this. And why? Why, did, why is that happening? I don't mean to sound like one of these you know tinfoil hat guys right now, but if that, in fact, is going on, why do that? How, they say how it's that... to get funding. The states oh, get more funding. Is that really why? That's what I've read, yeah. Uh, let's get an expert on here. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to call and get us an expert on the on the oh, wire. This will be this will be some amazing technology, right? Somebody who's been oh, we're going to have the, the speaker phone. Yeah, top notch. Wow, cutting edge technology. If he answers, geez, I told him I was going to be doing this. Going to flip <laughs> out. What does he want? I can't talk right now. Yeah, dodging be- phone calls. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No way. I'm getting voicemail. Ah, oh, I got a voicemail. I set this up in advance. Well, well, maybe, maybe. He I'm ended sorry, up- ladies and gentlemen. Anthony Fauci is not answering his phone call right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe things ended up going the other way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's so sudden. Maybe he's no longer a survivor. We've got, ter- oh, oh, we've got no. terrible news. <laughs> I, hate, I hate for family and friends to find out this way. Otherwise, this is completely inexcusable. All right, well, let's keep moving, and maybe we'll get a call back as the as the well, podcast here. rolls on. We'll yes. continue talking amongst ourselves. Why don't you send him a strongly worded text? <laughs> I don't know if he does text. I'll try it. I think what it all comes down to is, and it's it's not you know not wanting to hear good news or bad news or. I think I'm just punchy. I think I'm just, I'm sick of my basement. I love my house. I love my family. I love my dogs. I love everything about it. But it's, again, I love everything in moderation. And I think right. I, I also don't appreciate the whole, I can't go somewhere, you know. I'm just, I'm ready to go run to the store and and do something. I remember when I used to get a little like, I mean, it's a great problem to have, but a little bit like, gosh, do my friends have to have a birthday party every single weekend? You know, does everybody have to be having something going on all the time? I just want one weekend with nothing to do. And now I'm like, I want to see my friends. (laughs) I didn't even hang out with my friends that much recently. And I miss them. (laughs) I'm sick of their texts. Now, I just, you know, the other day I was just thinking like, I, I just, again, I want to run to the store. I I want to run to the store and I don't want to feel like I'm being judged for being out of the house. I think that's right. part of it. It's that I feel, you know, even when I said to you guys that I had to run to Costco and, and the grocery store, it was like, again? And yeah, I'm, I'm like, totally yeah. judging you. I'm but, judging you every time you walk out of your I, front door. But what am I supposed to do? It's like... I. I'm doing my best. I'm putting on a bandana. I'm I'm wearing gloves. I'm I, I'm late latexing my hands. I'm, I'm <laughs> jeez. All right, he's not going to answer. Yeah, he's just let him call you back. Um, <laughs> Do you not know me? No, I forgot. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, so- we're going to hear that ringing noise the entire rest of the podcast. Right. So like many people, we decided to take on the kitchen project of redoing some stuff in our kitchen. Yeah. And so we redid the countertops and now we need backsplash. And 
But I'm like, oh, I can't just go to Lowe's and just be frivol- frivolously looking through the backsplashes and whatever. Like, I feel bad about it. I they don't want to see you. The, the Lowe's workers put out a sign that said, do not come in here and browse and kill time. We don't want to see you coming in here enjoying yourself while we have to be here risking our lives. Well, I'm not actually killing time. I need backsplash, but I still you feel guilty backsplash. about it. I do. It, have you seen my walls? Is it weird to think workers at retail and whatnot i mean is there a way to do it without being really like in their face but like no i'm at the grocery store i was at costco and i just was like hey seriously thank you and you're just thank you for being here thank you i needed bulk (laughs) broth (laughs) broth and chicken but again i do no i do think it's important to you know that yeah it's just their job you know people can be like oh it's their job but yeah, it's a high-risk job because there's people who aren't wearing masks and there's people who are being dumb and there's people who are having hangouts and ignoring everything. And well, that to answer your question, up. you asked a question way back in there somewhere, and the, the answer is no, it's not wrong to thank them. You should absolutely, anytime you think that you should thank somebody, you only get that chance. You only have that moment for that moment. So always do what you feel you should do because they never get that. There's you're one out of a million people who thinks about thanking them. They don't get that. They get attitude. Like I, I, you know, I already am try to be polite to grocery store workers, retail workers, you know, whatever, but extra making an extra point to be really friendly is what I'm trying to do these days. And you, you can never be too gracious. Have you also noticed that it's hard to um, um, convey emotion when you're wearing a mask? <laughs> Raise so your I, eyebrows a lot. I know I'm doing a lot of yeah, a lot of eye gesturing, a lot of more like you know <laughs> I use I try to use my words more. I realize I can't just look and smile at somebody because it just looks like I'm staring at them. <laughs> it's just like no, I really appreciate. I was I had to go to Home Depot for something, and again I was like. Three different workers had to help me. And I'm like, guys, it's not that big of a deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, and they're like, no, we don't mind. I'm like, oh, my God, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I need I'm so, glad, so yes. glad we pre-promoted having a survivor and an expert this is, guest. This is why we don't have guests. They always <laughs> let us down. Hey, but I bet we could find somebody on the fly real quick in our email who's written a book about this. All right. Well, moving on. Oreos in their quest to bombard the market with new and exciting flavors have finally come out with one that might make me happy since I can't get coconut Oreos. Do you guys remember the links I went to to get coconut Oreos? Yes. Oh, yeah, you ordered them from China. And to the point where you said the thin ones were crap and wouldn't count. And, And then I ended up buying those because the others went away i was buying them from hong kong for a while and then ended up buying the thins because that was all that was available and then when they went away i bought the little miniature ones that were dunked in fudge and i was like ah this is like ashes in my mouth this is torture (laughs) but i did it because that was all that was available you know so since then there hasn't been an oreo flavor that i would walk across the street for until now which one which is Tiramisu Oreos. Yes. Ooh. I love tiramisu. Yeah. You know, it's not a thing that you serve to the children. We had a little dinner gathering back when things were normal, and my daughter had some friends over, and the father and girlfriend 
of one of the, the little girls came over and they were supposed to bring cannolis from Giacomo's. Love them. And I, and I said, wait and have them fill them when you get, get them so they won't be soggy. And he's like, oh, yeah, great idea. So they were running late. And I was thinking to myself, oh, that's a good sign. They're going to get, they're running late because they're getting those dang cannolis filled the right way. This is going to be a great dinner party. They show up. Oh, sorry, they were all out of cannolis. So we got this. And it was a tiramisu cake chock full of espresso and espresso beans for the kids. Oh. Oh, yeah, wow. kids don't love <laughs> coffee flavor, so... You, you don't love giving kids coffee. No, You don't yeah. want to give a kid coffee right before bed. <laughs> hey, you just had a big dinner. Here's some espresso. Night, night. Was it you, bro, that had a thing of, of chocolate-covered espresso beans in your car, or was it... No, listen No, that to was this. my wife. Uh, no, it was me. Was I, it you? I, I was, oh, I was, was in you? Raleigh. This was in Raleigh back in the day. I had an espresso machine in my office, and my my program director, Brian, hated it so much he would get sick. He would run out of there, which was a great tool to have. <laughs> he was coming around, make a quick espresso, get him out of there. But um, one of the record people knew that I loved espresso. For people who don't know, record people are representatives from the major record labels who represent the singers and the bands and they will bring in the newest songs and try to convince you to play them. And they will ply you with gifts like chocolate-covered espresso beans. Right. And so they gave me this bag of chocolate-covered espresso beans one day. And I'm sitting there doing my office work before I go on the air at 3. And I pop one in. I'm like, wow, that's delicious. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And before I know it, I've eaten like a half a bag of those things. Oh, God. And... And I didn't think anything about it. No, these so, are like jelly beans, whatever. Yeah, didn't think about the, the effect of that. So three o'clock rolls around, and I go to get on the air, and I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? Why do I feel this way? Is this real life? I need to call my mom. I gotta get out of here. This text and wax if it never stops. <laughs> I did not, I didn't realize you eat a coffee bean, that's the same as drinking coffee. I would and have never was, thought about that either, but yeah, it's uh-uh. so true. These, these tasty snacks are freaking me out. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, Oreos has made a tiramisu-flavored Oreo, and they're available right now. We don't have to wait. This isn't like a, hey, we're coming out with these, nan 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 you got to wait till August. Nope, they're out now. No, I saw that they bumped up uh, production, I think, to get them out on the shelves because we needed good Oreo news out there because the peeps weren't cutting it with their stupid root beer flavor. Ew, God. So will the will the filling of the Oreo be layered like a tiramisu, or is it all just Ooh, be blended maybe. together? Dang, now you they got did that. Thinking. Didn't they do that with the s'more <laughs> one, where it was like half marshmallow, half uh, chocolate? Yeah. Oh, there. So Oreos. Think about that. Think about a company that was like, "How we get this chocolate cookie with you know creamy filling? Like, what do we do? How do we make this new and exciting?" And they have just blown up in the last five years because then everybody's like well i gotta try that flavor like i think about the last time you had bought oreos before that i used to buy them I, but i like the you, mega though? stuff and the double stuff i like to take the double stuff and take them apart you know yeah and eat eat several of just the cookies and then make like one that you can't even hold in your hand because it's so tall with the, <laughs> the the stuff see i've never I, been more excited the to stuff the fact that i have a kid in the sense that I can say, oh, well, I'm buying it to try with the kids. And meanwhile, I'm like, yes, I'm going to eat all these when you go to bed. <laughs> but 
Do you guys really consider the cookie on the outside? Do you consider that chocolate? That doesn't taste like chocolate at all. Um, I do, but see, I don't like, I couldn't, if you just gave me a pack of Oreos right now, I couldn't just sit there and eat them dry. I must dunk them. Interesting. I, dunk them. I definitely don't dunk them. Oh, I have to dunk them. I used to do the thing where I would scrape the, the cream out and then I would just eat the cookies. But <laughs> Go ahead. calling Mr. Oreo. But again, <laughs> now that these new ones have been coming out. You can't take them apart. You got to eat it all together because that's the flavor blending. Well, and then I realized that. And then and then have you ever noticed that it's almost like you were eating squid ink after you get done with like a big thing of Oreos? And yeah. you can't like you can't eat a bunch of them right before you go and brush your teeth because you can't ever brush that out. You're just like it's like. Uh, an ink pen blew up in your mouth and you're just like, <laughs> but yep. the, other thing, the other thing is, I don't know why this is a thing because it's just Oreo. But when you ha- you got a mouthful of black Oreo teeth and yeah. then you think, Oh, I can't brush my teeth. That'll get my toothbrush dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your toothbrush is for getting dirty. And then, you know, you know it gets all packed in there. So it's yeah. like, then, you know, you wake up in the morning and it's almost like an extra bonus treat. You're like, mm. ew. <laughs> A little Oreo in there still. That's gross. This is great. Now I had here's a question, and again, this brings up a very sensitive subject on the show. Was there ever a birthday cake Oreo? Have they done that? Yeah, I I think they have already. Did they? Mm -hmm. I feel like with everything else, maybe that was one of the first ones. Because I was like, oh man, I was kind of hoping they hadn't. It doesn't sound familiar. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna search it real quick. Hey, because, you know who else? Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Nah, no, finish I, your finish your damn Oreo thought because I want to move on. Oh, sorry. I was going to say if Oreo hasn't acknowledged the birthday cake flavor, it's still a hope. Oh wait, <laughs> that uh, it's not yeah. really a flavor. Oh yeah, for sure. I remember it now. It had the birthday candles on it. Oh damn it, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I win again. I win again. <laughs> Told yeah. you. I wish I hadn't yeah. finished my thought. <laughs> you yeah. pursued that a little too hard there, Maddie. Oh, it looks like they also had one that tastes like a penny. If I'm to believe if I'm to believe the Google image search that I just pulled oh. up. <laughs> this one tastes like match tips. Smells like my dog's mouth. <laughs> Did you guys ever do that? When I was a very small child in Accomack, Virginia, I used to go around to the ashtrays that were throughout our ramshackled farmhouse, and I would pull out the little burnt matches, and that would be my little salty, tasty treat. I would no. eat the tips off of a burnt match. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember it. It was like tangy and salty yeah. against you. You press that. You take the, the burnt match and you press it on the roof of your mouth with your tongue until it dissolves. And you get that like it almost makes you shudder because it's tangy and salty. And mm, you didn't want to do all of them in one ashtray because that's too much. Yeah, right. Okay. When did you learn this <laughs> is not food? <laughs> well, it just depends on what else you got to eat. <laughs> But speaking of food, there's something else that's uh, that's really rising out of this weird situation that we're in. Seed companies are having trouble keeping up with the demand because so many people are growing their own vegetables right now. Mm-hmm. And I say, I, I say to the people who are trying that, good luck, especially if you have the rabbit population around your house that I have here. 
Yeah, the okay, so getting the garden ready and all that, that's the fun part. The maintaining the garden is not so much. See, we've had a pretty good start so far in that we have pretty good lettuce growth and herbs have been sticking around. That's the other thing. We're on year two of our flower of our garden beds. And so I think that it's coming around and we're figured out what worked last year. And so we're shooting for some new stuff this year. But I've got herbs for days. But like Sean said, <laughs> like oh, Sean has I always wish. told us, no, they <laughs> <laughs> the squirrels, the rabbits, they want to eat all your all your tomatoes. Every time you right. see a good tomato and you're like, oh, look, there's a good green one. It just got to wait till it gets red. Oh, no, it never makes it there. No, it and then and then you've got a weed and you've got a. It's just, I'm sorry. It's too much work. No, nah, man. I had a great garden for years. I got, I can't even remember. I had spinach. I had carrots. I had potatoes. I mean, it went, I had tons and tons and tons of food, tomatoes. And then the year that I really, bran- radishes, the year I really branched out and I had everything staked out and I was so happy. My daughter and I were just all into it. I had green beans growing up the, the poles and it was going to be great. And we left for a trip and they were stalked up real pretty and they were just coming out. And I said, baby, by the time we get back from this trip, we're going to have a pile of these beans. So we get back from the trip and the rabbits had not only eaten the beans, they had eaten the stalks and everything down oh. to about the size of half of your pinky. Just just to insult me after they <laughs> ate everything. I mean, they, they literally ate everything but they left enough to let you know there had been greens beans here at one time yeah that was just to say look bitch we took everything (laughs) i like you can't have nothing i like to picture a rabbit like ah like i think he's got this mfr i show him (laughs) yeah so that's when we gave up and now the rabbits are so thick out here i even if i don't see them i can hear them in the in the thicket out in the edges of the yard and they they're not scared of me i can be out there with them and they'll be right over there leaving cocoa puffs still full of your beans and waiting on some green beans yeah i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i tried to figure out what are some things that rabbits hate like if i grow onions and garlic they're probably not going to fool with that so i i haven't really pursued it any further but what are some things I can grow the rabbits won't fool with? Uh, Shotguns. Just... <laughs> Good call. Uh, backing up just a second for you guys, you'll be excited to learn. Nabisco yeah. Oreo Coconut Cream Thins, available online Walmart for just two eighty eight for a, a pack. It must be but a But I thought pack, you didn't like the thin ones. Oh, you got to take what you can get. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. Holy, something's up, man. It says that they got four in stock right now. What's going on? Is this is this a bait and switch? Is this like, have they got... You know what it is? It's mislabeled. You're actually going to get those mini ones dipped in fudge. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Take what you can get. I'll scrape the fudge off. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, a lot of people are growing gardens. And in old Salem, what they've done with all their open space over there is they're growing victory gardens like people did in World War II. And they're growing so much food over there that they're giving it away to people who need it right now. And oh, that's great. A lot of people need it. And they do a great job over there. I wonder you know if Renolda House's garden is up. Because that was, I remember walking through there one time and it was amazing. Guilford College has a crazy garden, too. You can't see it from the road. You don't know it's there, but they grow the best tomatoes you'll ever eat in your whole life. They they give them to um, 
Elizabeth's Pizza over there. And oh, if wow. You, ever, you get a Caprizi from Elizabeth's at the right time of the year, you'll get heirloom tomatoes that were grown at Guilford College that will make you slap someone. They are so good. Mm. On purpose? You can't help <laughs> can it. I, There's wait, not, can I use the tomato defense? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Everybody man. Understand. It was all about the tomatoes. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Remind me if I ever book an expert guest for the podcast again. <laughs> he wants nothing to do with you well yeah i'm waiting to see i think the garden should come in nice the big thing is i've made sure to put in plenty of basil this time because we go through a ton of basil so what do you I'm do with it pretty much make pesto non-stop pesto and caprizis that's that's our go-to so between that and i've got a ton of oregano so if anyone needs oregano here's another news item that has popped up that you probably in your lifetime have not heard this one before because of the unique situation we find ourselves in. That is the police are reminding people when you go to check your mail, look down and make sure you have pants on because (laughs) they're getting calls on the regular. Hey, my neighbor went out again with no pants on to get their mail. And so police across the country are posting this warning on their various Facebook pages and they're saying, we're not naming names, but you know who you are. Now, is that straight porky pig in it like nothing on from the waist down? Because who walks around their house like that? Lots of people. Even when I was single, I wouldn't. Why is this a new thing? Like, okay, last month I put on pants every morning, but not anymore. I mean, well, that, when I'm at home, I have pants on or I'm not going outside. People's schedules, life, routine is upside down. It's so different that everything has changed. You think about people who had a strict routine and now they've been told you can't, you can't go to work. You're not supposed to go out of your house unless it's absolutely necessary. They don't know what to do with themselves. You know, this is a complete culture shock for a lot of people. You're able to roll with it better than other people. You're able so to first, find pants. The first thing we do is throw away all our pants. It's a pants yeah. apocalypse. I don't know what to do. I can't remember. Is it? Does a leg go in the top part or the bottom part? What happens? I what thought I, I was do? wearing pants. I swear. I thought I had real fleshy leg pants Are on. these not pants? These are my Walmart oh. pants. Have you guys ever... Like, yeah, that, that lady with the flesh-colored leggings at Walmart. I had one of those happen in real life one time. Y'all remember mm. me telling you about Richie King? Yeah, I think so. Richie was King that? was the one that he flipped over the large T at uh, Pizza Inn on the table. Oh, yes. And he spit in the giant popcorn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. He's the best. One time, his grandmother was outside. I was playing in a dirt pile across the street. Course. And with my army men having a big day all by myself. <laughs> and I heard her outside yelling. And so I crawled across the dirt pile without anybody seeing me to see what she was yelling about. And I thought, oh my God, this lady doesn't have any pants on. Let me see what's going on with this for a while. And laid there just watching and thought this is so weird she she is so casually going about her yard business with no pants on (laughs) and she's picking up sticks running the hose yelling at the kids for a good while and then i realized eventually it's flesh-colored pants but for a five-year-old kid six-year-old kid man that was a big day wow (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, a little older, and that could have been a really big day for you. Nah, because she was getting older, too, you know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> she was a grandmother then, but when I was a little kid, she was a young grandmother. Maybe we can all make an agreement and make a pact right now that when we're allowed back in the office, we all go out and get flesh-colored leggings and we wear them to the office <laughs> and freak everybody out like we forgot to wear pants. Yeah, you first. Know. Yeah, right. you first, bro. All right, I'll let know you know what day in. we're going to do it. Don't forget <laughs> to draw hair on them so that it looks like your hairy legs. Ew. Oh, I, okay. Legs, got it. <laughs> Nobody will believe do, it if you don't have hairy legs. Do you know that I went... Right before we got kicked out, I went and got my emergency pants out of my office and brought them home. But so see, why would you do that? You never, I mean, we're going to go back at some point. You're going to need those pants. How are you going to remember to bring your emergency and pants home? I mean, back to got, work. You've got all the emergency pants you need at your house. Yeah, I, I will have to bring some back. But I'm happy to tell you that those emergency pants at the office were kind of useless for quite some time. Because there was no way I was going to fit in them. But now I can, <laughs> the reason I brought them home is because now I can fit back in them again. Oh, they were your you. skinny emergency pants? Yeah. Yay! I'll get you some skinny emergency flesh-colored pants next. <laughs> I still don't want to see that. I don't want to put no. that on the world. Oh, that would be great. Thank right, you. Let's, let's try this. Are we about at time? Oh, yeah. Are we? Let's try our expert one more time, and then we'll roll. we'll wrap this up. We've really done some good work here today. I've discovered that my Oreos are back. Discovered that I can leave ham in mailboxes and I can give you or oregano. Do you want some oregano too, by the way, bro? I'll put it in a I'd, baggie. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have basil. If you got basil, I'll take no, some basil. Yeah. Basil's not hey. ready yet. Hey, if you're if you're handing out herbs, I'll be happy to take them. You live too far away. Man, no, I mean, like, when guy, we're back at the office. I'll mail it to you. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Rounds. If this guy is still alive, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> well, he All was right. a survivor. <laughs> well, hey, thanks so much for joining us on the 12th Simon Says podcast. We can't wait until the one before 14. I will not say it. I'm nope, not say we won't acknowledge it the entire episode. The 13th one? <laughs> so oh, don't do that. why would you do that? Never oh. do that. <laughs> if you say it out loud, it can't get you. Well, it can't get me because I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, mm. good God. Wow. <laughs> All right, so thanks so much for joining us. Stay safe out there. Don't read the bad news. Try and find the good news, and we'll be back with you real soon. Anything you want to leave them with, Charlie? Uh, yeah, the, still the cookie butter Oreos are the best. Ooh. All right, Maddie. Pants are not that hard to figure out. <laughs> okay, next time. Be smart. Bye, kids. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.